Today's Vad is Lilui Nishmat of Rameyah Ben Svi and the Zechut of the Limud HaTorah and the Zechut of the Tzedakah of Rameyah Ben Svi's Neshama should have an Aliyah. Okay, so the last couple of Vadin we're working together to try to figure out what's the Avoida, how to rectify the sin that caused the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, namely the sin of Sinas Chedem. And we took it from multiple angles, whether it was working with the Derech of the Gro to try to bring Emun and Betochen into our lives, to uproot Taiva, to uproot, whether we took it from the angle of Rebellion Desla, we tried to uproot Gaiva and selfishness, Yesterday we were working to try to uproot our taiva by attachment to learning, to get the simcha from learning, and the simcha from the dveikas in learning will help us disattach from the dveikas into the pleasures of this world, multiple angles. Today I want to take an angle, a very deep point based on the Maral and Netzach Yisrael. I don't know if you're familiar, but this Sefer Netzach Yisrael, which is really a Sefer that's coming to explain Geula, in order to explain Geula, he goes deeply into Golas and Churbin and the whole to- topic. A masterpiece, if you really want to understand the whole Avoid of the three weeks, you really have to learn that Sefer properly, but... That you have to do on your own time for now. Maybe one day that we could put on our agenda to learn it. But Al Koponim, the Maharal says a massive yesite in the first parak of Netzach Yisrael. We mentioned it earlier in the Vaden when we started the series. Where the Maharal explained that it's unnatural. Being in exile for Jewish people is unnatural. To be spread amongst the nations of the world is unnatural. To have a destruction of the Beis HaMikdash is unnatural. And he goes into a whole new side that being that it's unnatural, it has to return to its natural state. And he goes, it's a very, very masterpiece, that first parak, explaining how the world runs in a certain way. Like, for example, we see animals, right? They have a certain environment they have to live in. It's not just they punk live somewhere. They have to live in a certain environment. If you would remove them from their environment, then, first of all, they wouldn't survive, but they would have a natural draw themselves back to where they came from. They want to go back to the source. You take a rock, you throw it in the air, naturally it wants to go back down. To its source. It can't live, it can't flourish without its source. So the Jewish people naturally need a few things. Firstly, they need to be unified. So them being mefuzer or mefurid is an unnatural state for them. They need to be in the land that was destined for them, the environment of that land. This perfect environment for what they need to flourish. That's in Eretz Yisrael. Their avoida and their unity 
and their whole identity and the whole metzias requires Beis Hamikdash with a Kohen Gadol, with a Mizbeach, that's Ma'achet Klal Yisrael. Also, their purpose is to reveal the Giluk Vayshemayim and the Bria. That requires Hashor Sashchina. So the natural state of the of Jewish people is Eretz Yisrael together with the Beis Hamikdash with an attachment to Hashem. So what we see now is totally unnatural. And therefore, because it's unnatural, there should be a desire to return, to get back to where it has to be, which I'm going to explain to you in a minute. He points out in, in Lashon Kodesh, Hay and Aleph are interchangeable. So he says, Goal, meaning redemption, Gimel Aleph Lamed, and Goloi, meaning exile, Gimel Lamed Hay, are really the same word. But the difference is, one, we choose to use an Aleph, and one, we choose to use a Hay. It explains. Aleph is where everything is in one center point. Number one. That means in the state of Geula, everything is unified. Entire cloudy soul is unified in one Makam, and Eretz Yisrael, unified by the base of Megdash, it's all one. That's Golo. Goloi, which is the, talking about Galut, hey, what's hey? Maral explains. When we're spread out. Now, spread out is really four corners of the world. That's Dalit, it's really four. Five is the center point. That means, potentially, Bekoach. It has to be that we are still unified in the Bekoach. Because if we would be totally spread out, the four corners of the world, with no Bekayach in the center point to go back to, then we would never have Geula. Now I want to explain that. It's a very deep thing that he's saying. Very deep. I'll try to masber it. And then we'll make a Derech there. What he's saying is that the only way that it's Shaykh to have Geula is if it still remains unnatural. However, if we became comfortable outside of Eretz Yisrael, being spread amongst the nation of the world, where there's no more Bekoach anymore, that we're not Me'uched Bekoach, then Geul is not Shaykh. Because the aside of Geul is that you have to have the gravitational pullback. If you don't have the gravitational pullback, you're not coming back. You just become comfortable where you are. So let's say, for example, let's say the Jewish people that are in America, okay, become totally assimilated in American culture, they're only, they're Americans that have Jewish ancestors. They come from Jewish ancestry. But they're American. And they're totally belonging and, 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 and part of this thing, right? So then they can't have Geula. Why can't they have Geula? Because then it's not natural. Then this is the new nature. The nature changed. You could only have Geula if you're in a massive of Gaulas that your nature never changed, and you're doing and behaving and living in an unnatural way. Then the force of gravitational pull will pull you back. Do you understand that concept? It's a very deep point. That means, if we want to know what the avoider of Tishabov is, according to this understanding is, that if we could get clarity, if we could get some clarity...
that the purpose of the world is Kalal Yisrael being unified as one, being Oibet Hashem together in Eretz Yisrael with Beis Amikdash, with Hashor Sashchen. If we would get that clear, then, when, then we would look at our lives today and we will feel out of place. We feel like we don't belong. We'll feel like we're in exile. If we feel that we're in exile, that means that we're identifying with our true self and we're feeling out of place. So we have still the natural pull to go back. And then we're shayach to geula. You understand what I'm trying to say? Then you're shayach to geula. If a person doesn't feel like that, if a person feels comfortable with his avodah Hashem, comfortable with his life, comfortable with the situation, so he doesn't feel like he's a, a, a person that's in Golas. That means if he became comfortable, that means he changed. Try to masbid this. It's a very deep side, very deep side. Rebetzin Ramosha Feinstein speaks about this a little bit, where he explains that sinas chinam is not natural. That's a very deep point. Because if we're telling you that be'etzem klal Yisrael's echot, be'etzem echot. So, acting and behaving in a way of sinas chinam is a totally not natural thing. And therefore, a person should want to behave naturally. Right? He explains sinas chinam in the world is not natural. The way Hashem made and created the world is He made it in a way that people have to work together. He explains how one country trying to destroy another country is not natural. So corruption is be'etzim not natural. Selfishness, sinaschinim, is be'etzim not natural for the way the world was created. And for sure, for sure, for sure, for a Jew, it's not natural. However, a person will never do tshuva if he doesn't feel that it's not natural and he's not behaving the way he's supposed to behave, right? Let's take tshuva for a second. It's very interesting in the uh, in the way in davening when we talk about tshuva. What do we say? Hashivenu avinu letoratecha. Bring us back. Hachazirenu betshuva shleim lefanecha. Bring us back. Back to what? That means a person, if he realizes that naturally his nature shouldn't behave the way he's acting, he's acting like an animal. He's acting connected his nature, and he yearns to go back to what he really is, that's tshuva. Otherwise, no tshuva. Tshuva has to go back. Go back to your natural state. When you realize that it was not the proper way for you to act, it's not only a behavior. You're not acting the way you were designed to act. You're not behaving the way a human being should act. That's where the charata, that's where the push is, that's where the, 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 the point of wanting to go back. If you remember... We learned in Rebellion Desla that a person who doesn't have busha, or he has chutzpah, or he does his publicly, right? It means that he's 100% comfortable with it. That means that's his identity. That defines him. So he's not shayach to tshuva, because tshuva means that I realize my true identity, and I realize that the behavior that I'm doing is not fitting the identity that's truly me. So may I feel out of place. And therefore, it gives me a yearning to go back. Then you're going to go back. You're talking going to go back. That's the miracle of tshuva, but you're talking going to go back. You know why? Because just like the rock has to go back to its source, and just like an animal that was taken out of its environment will claw its way back to its environment, 
everything is going to go back to its natural state because there is a power that's pulling it to the natural state. So tshuva is almost like a natural thing. It's identifying what's the truth, the true you, and realizing that you're in a position now that away from the real you. That's going to force you and push you and compel you to go back because everything has to go back to its natural state. That's what the, the that's what the Maral is saying. That if he says if you see Golus, you see Gaula automatically because naturally there has to be Gaula. It can't stay like this forever. Right? But his point is, that's only Kolkama that a person realizes that he's in Golis. If he doesn't realize he's in Golis, that means by definition he became comfortable to his new environment. And the only way to become comfortable with your new environment is you changed. You're not the same person. That's why there's no gravitational pullback. Because you changed. You understand? That's a deep point. It's not only a question of attitude, it's also a question of changed person. Right, so a person who who became comfortable living in the world of sinaschinam of narcissistic attitudes and tendencies and 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 going about life the way he does and materialism and and gosh, he became that person. That person is totally okay with gullus. Like, what? Why not? He's comfortable in the state of being his own person. Not connected to the cloud, not connected to the tachlis of the bria, not connected to anything. So now he is taken not shaykh to Gaula. Because there's no gravitational pull that's going to pull him back. He, he changed. He got comfortable in his new environment. He's not that person anymore. Follow? So basically the Yisai is like this. When we come into Tisha B'av, why do people not really care about Beis HaMikdash and Gaula? Why not? Why not? Because they see their own life through the prism of self. So if I look at myself, I'm good. I got a family, making money, I learn in the morning, I'm doing my thing. I look through life from my own perspective. Right? I'm looking at myself and my matziv. Then what's wrong? What's wrong with my matziv? My matzav is good. Maybe if someone's suffering, they say, oh, I wish there was Mashiach, you know. But not a true feeling of Chorban. Why is that? Because we don't see things in the light of reality. If we step back for a second and we looked at the world plan, the world plan and purpose, we looked at what a Jew is, what a Jew is supposed to be. What life is supposed to look like, natural life of Jewish life is supposed to look like. When we get more and more out of the grip of self, and we see the purpose of the world and the way it's supposed to be naturally, and then we come to a realization that when we look at our lives, and we look at the way naturally it should be, automatically, this is an automatic thing, when a guy feels lost, he wants to go back home. It's like an automatic thing. It's not like a whole deep zach. It's a push at the zach. Automatically, he feels he's in gullus. Automatically, he feels out of place. And then automatically, he's yearning for going back. That's all he has to do. That's why yearning for Beis HaMikdash and, and Geula is the tikkun. Because the point is, then the natural draw of going back will be there. So you have to chop that. You understand what I'm saying? So when we want to work, let's say, practical work, you know, 
on Sinaschinam and all these kind of things, right? So now we have a new angle. Because when we see what true Judaism is, the definition of it, and what the way the world was made to be built and to run, and what our beauty is, and we realize that Sinaschinam is not natural, it's not the normal way. What's going on is madness. The way we're leading our lives is totally opposite from the way we were designed to. When we see it in those terms, we automatically want to return to self, to the real self. So Mamela, that's the point. That's how you get Gula. Follow? So this is our, another dimension based on this morale on, on how to approach the whole sugyo. So one approach we were taking was to work on Tikkun Amidus as a thing in itself. Right? Or to work on Tikkun Amidus through Emunem B'Tochen. To work on being more, uh, less selfish. Working on, you know, what, what's wrong with Gaiva. You know, trying to build healthy attachments. These are all important things. But there's a much deeper and broad sense, you see, because it explains something. Because on one hand, everything about Tisha B'Av is to yearn. Mis'abel means you realize how far you are and to yearn for redemption. That's that's what it is, right? Boidrisha. Boidrisha. We learned this in Mesil Sisharim. You have to be doirish. You have to want it, right? You have to realize of the Chilashem and the Bria, right? That's, on the other hand, Chazal tells we have to fix you have to fix the problems that brought the base on this destruction. You have to fix the Gilarayas, the Shekhaznam, the Tzuras Odom, the, the Sinaschinam. So, is the Vort Drisha or is the Vort Tikkun Odom? You know, like what is it? Tarot is the same thing. Because the Tikkun Odom has to be built on around what the Emunah and what the Tachasachayim is to a point where you feel that you're in an unnatural state. Once you feel like you're in an unnatural state and you like gone from your place of origin and you're wandering in a strange place and you can't truly be you until you're connected with everybody else. And you can't truly be connected to everybody else until this Eretz Yisrael. And you can't be truly connected to everybody else without Beis HaMikdash. And that's totally unnatural thing. And to behave like the world that you live in, in the environment that you're in now, is not the normal for us. We're not Americans, right? So that feeling of lost and yearning for what's real and what's you, there's a piece in you that can identify with that because you're having a shama. Just have to think about it. The minute that goes, and you realize that the Sinas and the Gaiva, and the Redifas HaMomen, and the Taivas HaMomen, and all these things that we're putting in so much energy and effort to, is totally unnatural, totally not yourself. Right? That's the first step to change. Because now you're going to want to go back. You want to go back, then you can work on Emuna, and you can work on Betochen, and you can get a Gaiva, then it gives you a motivation to want to attach to learning, because you're going to reach the point of being you. So I think that's a brand new approach here that's miyashiv, all the zachen, based on the maral. Okay, we'll stop here for today.